Tux FM 107.2. It is Junior Taurus coming through with Ikaya right here on Tux FM. And right now I'm joined by Prof. Gerald Omar, who is the University of Pretoria's Senior Director in Institutional Planning, Monitoring and Evaluation. His profile includes strategic planning, enrollment planning, institutional research and analytics, as well as academic planning, quality assurance and enhancement and monitoring and evaluation. That is a bit of... Um, a mouthful to say the least. How are you doing today, Prof? I'm doing well, thank you. Thank you for having me. No, thank you for joining me. Um, now, the audit that the university is doing, I'm really excited and I'm like, oh, this is so, so, so cool. So can you explain more about the audit um, that um, the Council on Higher Education announced? Thank you. So this is an audit that is being conducted by the Council on Higher Education. It's not just looking at UP. The Council on Higher Education is going to be auditing all the 26 public universities and all private higher education okay. institutions. Mm-hmm. So the, the Council on Higher Education has a responsibility for ensuring that, uh, for assuring quality for higher education. And one of the things they do is um, conducting accreditations. Um, it, when we want to introduce new programs, for example, we have to take it through the Council on Higher Education. Once they're satisfied, then you take them to the South African Qualifications Authority, and then you can start offering those programs. But they also do institutional audits. Okay. Yes, where they come and check. In this case, they're looking at um, uh, the quality systems, the, 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 the infrastructure in place to assure quality, the processes in place to assure quality, the resources in place to assure quality, the, the policies as well across all the 26 public universities and all the private public higher education institutions. Okay, because now as a student, I'm listening to you speak and I'm like, okay, so that is the <laughs> university's responsibility. So why do I, as a student, have to care about it? So as a student, why is it important for me to, you know, take notes, listen in and actually care about what um, the institution is doing? Look, we have a duty, our responsibility and indeed an obligation as a university to provide you with an excellent education. This is what we are about as, as a public institution, as a public university, as an educational institution. So why should you care? We want to assure you as a student, we want to assure your parents, we want to assure all other stakeholders that we've got systems in place to make sure that the education we provide to our students is of the highest standard. And we want to assure employers that when our students leave this place, they have Uh, they're fully prepared for the Mm. world of work. So it's quite critical. Um, There's also an element of reputation. So so when the CHE comes and checks and they're happy with uh, the the system that we have in place to assure quality, it also advances our reputation as a university. No, that's super, super valuable. And I absolutely love that. So how often does um, UP get audited? Okay, now, so... A couple of, of things here. So at, at the level of the CHE, we've had a fast cycle of institutional audits, and that was between 2004 and 2009, and you were audited in 2007. Mm. Now this is the second cycle of institutional audits. Um, but internally, institutionally, 
We conduct what we call external evaluations, and we also coordinate uh, uh, accreditation visits. So internal, uh, external evaluations, um, you know, we look at faculty. So we've got what we call uh, these five yearly uh, external evaluations where we come and look at the faculty as a whole mm. so that we've got a good picture of what's going on in the faculty. We look at the curriculum. We look at student support. Um, uh, we look at governance. We look at uh, leadership. We look at all, everything, everything that has to do with what a faculty does. We also look at, uh, previously we also looked at um, uh, uh, departments, individual departments, and then we started looking at uh, clusters uh, of departments. So, for example, in the Faculty of Humanities, we, we, we looked at the core social science cluster, you know, which brings together political science, philosophy, sociology, and, and, and uh, anthropology, and, and just try and see, you know, um, how can they work together? How are they performing? Uh, what are the challenges? How, what are the areas of improvement? Mm. So we've got an established culture within the university of looking at uh, the quality of the programs that we offer. In addition to that, we also have accreditation visits by professional councils, the Health Professions Council of South Africa, for nice. example, or the Engineering Council mm. of South Africa. They come and look at their programs. They look at the curriculum, mm. they look at how we teach, they look at, um, you know, graduate readiness, and then they're creditors. Okay. Yes. But now UP, um, it, it chose to outsource this function, right? But we already have um, an independent um, internal audit team. So why did we choose to decide to like outsource um, our audit? You know, since fees must fall, um, uh, the word outsource is not a very good word. Mm. Okay. <laughs> no, I'm joking. So, look, we've not outsourced this function. Okay. The CHE is empowered by law to conduct these kinds of audits. Okay. Okay? Mm -hmm. So, as, as I mentioned earlier, we've got our own internal processes and we are supposed to have those internal processes to check on quality, to make sure that the lecturers who teach you qualify to teach you, to make sure that the curriculum is up to date, compares with the best in the world, to make sure that the way we teach is top notch, to make sure we provide you with support, you know, mental health, student wellness, and all those kinds of things. So we've got a responsibility to do that. But the CHE now is, is, is kind of the, the legally mandated external quality assurance agency for higher education institutions. So they're performing their duty as the quality assurance agency for higher education. Okay. Yes, yes. Okay. We've not invited them. They've invited themselves. Okay, yes. <laughs> makes sense. Listen, throughout this um, a chat that we're going to be having, you're going to be doing lots of like explaining uh -huh. because I'm learning as we go because it's very, very interesting. Listen, uh -huh. we have so much more still to chat with Prof. Gerald right after this. It's Dave coming through with Starlight. It's playing right here on a Tux FM 107.2. I'm still joined with Prof. Gerald Omar. And we're talking about um, the audit that's been happening and... Um, um, something that I want to know because the you um, the university has asked for a panel to participate in this where there are students and also both staff. Um, so now we requested for them to be there. So why would you want them to appear in the front of the panel and participate in this? So so the the the, the audit process has got a number of steps. Okay. So the first step is. Uh, 
the preparation of what we call the self-evaluation report. So this is a report is a is where we 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 write about our practices following the criteria that has been given to us by the Council on Education. And the way we did it is that we had students uh, contributing, we had staff, uh, pretty much all campus constituencies contributing to the development of the self-evaluation report. Now. In addition to the self-evaluation report, we've got what we call the portfolio of evidence. So we will attach policies. If you're saying we're doing great stuff in student admission, we, we attach a policy or something that, in fact, confirms that indeed we're doing what we're saying we're doing. If we're saying that we've got a system in place of checking quality, external evaluations, accreditation visits, we provide evidence for that. So we submitted that self-evaluation report to the Council on Higher Education. Mm. Now, what they're doing is they're now coming to kind of verify and validate the claims that we've made in that report, okay. in those reports. Yes. So, uh, uh, sorry, in that in the self-evaluation report. So they, they are going to come to different, uh, going to speak to uh, uh, um, um, uh, different members of the university community to try and 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 get a sense of, you know, are we, you know, can, can we substantiate the claims that we're making in the self-evaluation report? Got it. So okay. they'll talk to students. Mm -hmm. In fact, they will start with uh, 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 with the vice chancellor. Okay, then they'll talk to his executive. They will talk to members of the university council because they want to see how governance supports quality at the institution. They're going to talk to deans. They're going to talk to heads of academic departments, uh, heads of academic departments. They're going to talk to uh, the, the student representative council. They're going to talk to a professional uh, service department staff. They're going to be talking to individual academics, you okay. know, just, just to check and verify and validate the claims so, that we make in the report. So if I'm the student that they call upon, they're like, hey, we would like you to participate in this panel. How do I prepare then for that? So... The best way to prepare is by doing a number of things. One, you have to read the self-evaluation report and, and, and you know, uh, uh, understand the claims that are being made there, the points that are being made in the mm -hmm. self-evaluation report. That's going to be very, very important. Another important document that I would advise that, that you look at is the CHE's uh, framework for institutional audits and, and, and the manual. So it explains what institutional audits about, uh, 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 what we'll be looking for, uh, potential outcomes of these things. So it helps you to prepare. Now, the idea is not for you to come and repeat what is in the self-evaluation mm -hmm. report. No. The idea is for you to come and express your view. The panel will ask you questions. So, for example, if they're meeting with students, they might ask you a question around the kind of um, support you're receiving as, as, as a student, you know, mental health, uh, student success initiatives. Because we've indicated in the report that we've got fly uh, at UP, which, which you know about, isn't yes. it? They're going to ask you, for example, how you've experienced it. So we should be honest. <laughs> we should be honest. So if it's not so instant, even if like we have a negative response, like, yes, and we see that oh they're asking me about this particular thing, but if we know I know that for me as a student it's not working. I'm gonna say that then. Like I'm gonna say that this is what I found. Is that sort yes, of thing? Yes, 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 yes. So honesty is the best. Honesty, policy. exactly. And you want our honest we, opinions. Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. Look, we want to improve. Okay. You know, so we want honest opinions, so that when they give us a report. It, 
there's something in there that we can work with to make you experience your students better. Got it. Yes. Got yes. it. Okay, we're yeah. going to get more into the conversation. <laughs> but first, I have a question for you. Are you a University of Pretoria student? Are you perhaps looking for a job? The UP Career Services Office can help you. We can advise you how to find the right job and teach you the skills you'll need for the workplace. Our Ready for Work program is just one way we help. It is free for all UP students on ClickUp. On this program, you will learn how to search for and apply for jobs, compile your CV, assess your digital profiles, improve your communication skills, and much more. Investing in your career with the Career Services Office is the UP way. Tux FM 107.2. Karma XX coming through with I'm on right here on Tux FM 107.2. I'm still with Prophet Gerald Omar, who's going to be, we're talking about the audits, the internal audit that's going to be happening um, at UP. Um, can you tell us about um, the last day of the audit on site visit that's scheduled for the 9th of September? So, okay, so the, 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 the audit visit is going to run for five days mm-hmm. from the 5th to the 9th of September. So from the 5th to the 7th of September, we're going to have virtual sessions. So group interviews, this will be done virtually. But then on the 8th of September, they will do campus tours. So they want to look at our facilities. Mm-hmm. Uh, they want to just make sure that we have the wherewithal to provide good quality education. So they'll be visiting uh, uh, the Faculty of Engineering here, facilities in the Faculty of Engineering on the Hartfield campus, and facilities in the Faculty of Natural and Agricultural Sciences here on the Hartfield campus. But they will also go to Hrunkluf you know, where they also look at the facilities there. They look at the lecture halls, they look at the library, they look at laboratories, they look at um, IT equipment, um, open spaces and recreational spaces for students. Then they will go to my Melody campus as well and, and look at the facilities that are there, the resources that we, we provide to our students there. And then they will go to the veterinary campus um, uh, on the support and also look at the faci- facilities there. You know, you, you, you would know that we are the only university in the country that offers veterinary medicine. So that was an attraction for the panel. Mm. So that's on day, on day four of, of, of the, 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 the audit visit. On day five... A number of things are going to happen. So they will be on campus and they will have face-to-face sessions with students. So it's going to be a selection of students, undergraduate students from different faculties, Mm -hmm. different programs. They're also going to meet with the owners' students, again, from different faculties, different uh, programs, and coursework master's students. Remember, the focus of this audit is primarily on teaching and learning. So that's that's why uh, they're not doing PhD. Two or three, I think, two years ago, we did an audit of the PhD. So so they will also um, we we also going to have an open session uh, from from ten twenty to eleven ten, okay, where people can go in and 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 provide their views on 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 the audit on our quality systems and and processes and and and, and all that but you cannot just walk in because there has to be some order isn't it mm. so uh, uh uh emails have gone out we're putting out uh marketing material to encourage um different members of the university community to to come and meet with the panel if, if they want to do that so that we can then put together a program is going to be a 90-minute open session where people who are not already scheduled to meet with the panel can come and interact with the panel. God, is this only open to the UP community or can ordinary members of the public make submissions to become the pa- to be part of the panel? Like who can make submissions to be the panel? Is, um, 
can alumni, current students, like who can be part of this panel? Okay, so remember the focus. They want to look at our internal quality assurance systems and mm. structures and policies and whatnot. So the, 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 the people who um, ideally should make submissions should be people who really understand these internal systems and yes. processes and diversity. Mm. So mainly it will be the internal campus community, uh, uh, students, academics, staff and all that. But... The CHE will also be talking to employers and professional boards and, and just to get a sense of how employers experience uh, our students when they leave this place and also professional boards because they're creditors. They've got a good understanding of the quality that we offer here. Mm. So that's another constituency that okay. they're going to be looking at. But ideally, it should be uh, people who have a very good grasp mm. of our quality management systems. All righty. Yes. All righty. And... Um, do I have to make a submission or am I just going to get an email saying that I'm going to be part of the panel or I'm going to be offered to be part of the panel? If somebody who is probably keen yes. and hasn't received an email maybe to be part of the panel, how can they go about in submitting a request? Fantastic. So, so there are two opportunities here. One is the open session that I talked about from 20 past 10 to 10 past 11 um, uh, on the 9th of September. Now, you need to inform us in advance that you'd like to interact with the panel. So uh, we've got um, uh, the email address of the audit officer from the Council on Higher Education, Dr. Bongiwe Hobololo. Uh, her email address is uh, hobololob, I'll spell it out, H-O-B-O-L-O-L-O-B at chhe.ac.za. So that would have to write to her. We want it to be as independent as possible. So that's where we're not uh, processing that internally. Uh, I don't know if you can remember that email address, hobololo, H-O-B-O-L-O-L-O-B at C-H-E dot A-C dot Z-A. Okay. So that is the one way. The other way is to make written submissions, mm -hmm. which would also be directed to the same email address to Dr. Bongi Obololo. You know, so so if, if having read the ACR, you, you think there's something you want to add, you're more than welcome okay, to nice. make a submission. Nice. Yes, I love yes, that. Okay, yes. so coming up in a bit, mm -hmm. we're going to wrap up the conversation and maybe you have a question about the internal audit that's going to be happening. You're more than welcome to hit us up on our WhatsApp line, which is 061-720-1072. It's One Republic with I and Worried right here on TaxFM 107.2, still joined with Prof. Gerald Omer. Now, um, when the results get, um, when we get, um, when will we get the audit results back? And um, yeah, how does that whole process happen in with the getting results and are you going to be sharing it with us? Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, um, after the 9th of September, you know, uh, that is the last day of uh, the audit uh, visit. Mm -hmm. Uh, the panel is now going to discuss whatever they would have gathered from the uh, five days of interacting with us and talking to us and visiting our campuses. And if they still need additional information, we're going, we're going to supply that additional information to them. Then they're going to prepare a report. So this report will then go to the Higher Education Quality Committee of the CHE, which will look at it. And once they're happy, the report then comes to us. Okay. When the report comes to us, there, there are a number of processes. The initial stage is to check for factual correctness. Mm. So maybe they say we've got 100,000 100, students. They say, no, 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 we do not have 100,000 yes. students. We've got 53,000 students. Yeah. Or, you know, just factual correctness. Mm. Then we send the report back. Then it comes to us and it's going to have two key sections. So the one section would be recommendations. I mean, commendations. These are the areas where we excel. We're doing fantastically well. 
But then they're also going to have recommendations where they'll say this is an area of improvement. Okay. Pay attention to this thing and pay mm. attention to this thing. I suspect the reports are going to be in the public domain. But once they come to us, again, we need to mobilize the, the university community to prepare an improvement report. Mm. And I'm sure it would be very much in order to come back and, yes, and share please, the please. outcome of you this with the university community, back. isn't it? Yes. Yeah. No, so. <laughs> that's really interesting. Yes, no, please do yes, that because yes. I feel like I've learned a lot. And that lady's yes. also sitting here. She's just like, this is up her alley, actually. This is what her degree is all about. So mm-hmm. please mm-hmm. do come back. Now, um, I can't leave without asking um, you um, a question about what's been happening on campus. So would you like to just comment on, um, like, just your thoughts on... Um, the situation that has been going on with the protests. <laughs> Look, students, South Africans, all of us have got a democratic right to mm. protest and to raise issues and, and, and engage with our leaders and ask questions. That's perfectly in order. Um, but there's a way we do it. <laughs> we, need, we need to engage decently. You know, we need to encourage a peaceful engagement. Um, we need to be able to to, to sit down and talk to each other and listen to each other. So, so the questions they're raising, they should raise those questions. Okay, it's just the how of doing it. Got it. Yes, it's just the how of doing it. But, but students, academic staff, all of us, if we have issues that we want to raise, we should raise them. Yes. And, and thankfully at the university, we've got many forums, many opportunities to raise these, these kinds of questions. Funding is a very uh, key thing, which is, you know, kind of the key driver for some of these uh, yes. things that you're talking about. Yes. Um, universities are struggling to balance, you know, the challenges they have in terms of the funding constraints. At the same time, they want to make sure that that education is affordable to our students and it's accessible. You see, we would cease to exist if students cannot come to this place. It's in our interest that we, we are accessible to different student communities. So yes, again, at the risk of sounding like a stark record, um, students have every right to raise issues and concerns that they have, the way of doing it. You know, yeah. v- violence is not, is not probably... Um, mm. A good way of going about it. I understand what you're saying. Now, Prof, I can, because like with your profile, you, I would imagine that when these decisions were being made with the increase of the registration fee, you were probably in the rooms, like helping with the decision making. I just wanted to know, um, with, because with the statement that Prof Coupe put out, he said that the reason for this is also to improve quality education. Now, I just want to better understand in what ways were the focus when, um, increasing the fees to, ensure that quality education is um, ensured and provided? Okay, not, not necessarily commenting on the process that mm. led to the, the proposed increase, mm. but, but you need resources. One of the things that uh, the CHE is going to be looking at during the audit visit is look at the kind of infrastructure that we have in place. If you're studying engineering, are we providing you with the kind of resources and infrastructure that you need for you to graduate as a fully-fledged engineer? you know, not a half-baked engineer, you are studying uh, uh, internal audit. It's the same thing. So we need to make sure that we, we have books in the library, that the subscriptions are up to date. If you want a journal article, you can get it. We have to make sure that uh, we get to the lecturers to come and teach you. Uh, we have to make sure that the labs have got computers that are functioning if you want to go into the computer laboratories across our various campuses, uh, uh, that the computers are there. You know, uh, we need to make sure that the, 
student support services, which also add to quality that we provide to our students, that they are of the highest standard. So, so yes, and it's a delicate balancing act, as I mentioned earlier, but it's quite important to us as, a, as an institution to make sure that we provide our students with top quality. Okay. Well, thank you for answering those questions. I just hope that hopefully the students will get in the room with um, all the professors and the necessary team that's um, going to help sort out the issue because, um, yeah, as a student, I understand and I can only sympathize with everyone that's like stressing about the fact that they might not able to graduate at all or on time because financial constraints and um, it's a very, very stressful thing already being a student and just this whole thing is just adding to our stresses. So hopefully we'll come to a common ground and sort it out in a peaceful manner, like you said. I'm sure we will. Yes. Yeah, so sure that is Prof. <laughs> Gerald Omar. Thank you so much for coming in. Hopefully you're going to come back to share the certainly, results. Certainly. Certainly. If you yes. invite me, I'll come back. No, this is your invite. You are coming back. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. It's Prof. Thank Gerald you. Omar. Thank you for having me.